0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard A busy day for Celtic with a game against St Mirren A new contract for James Forrest and a UEFA charge Rangers are in the Highlands to take on Ross County And Motherwell are aiming to retake third from Kilmarnock With the likes of Derek McInnes, Craig Levine and Paul Heckingbottom Really could all be doing with a win I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Stevie Smith and Jim Duffy Jim, what a night we've got in store Yeah, I mean it's uh, again, uh, you know those midweek fixtures uh, just add a little bit of spice uh, to to the the league. I think uh, everyone looks forward to it. We, we haven't had uh, too many. I think um, gone for it for a while. So I think um, tonight's games. I mean, both uh, the big guns managed to to keep uh, that consistency going at the weekend. Celtic with uh, an absolutely outstanding performance in Rangers by Stephen Gerrard's admission, not anywhere mm. near their best, but managing to find a way to win, which is always crucial. Stevie, I know it's freezing cold But there's still something special about nights like this Under the lights, every team in the division Playing stories at the top, the middle and the bottom uh, To be answered between now and half nine, ten o'clock Yeah, it's a big night for, for a few clubs um, At the top of the division and at the bottom um, Also a big night for, for Motherwell and Kamarnock Who are trying to get that, that third spot So really interesting night ahead Now the number you need to get in touch 0141 951 1025 If you would rather tweet You can find us at Clyde SSB Literally every single team in the top flight Playing tonight Every team in the championship Played last night So there should be no shortage of talking points Let us know what's on your mind The kickoffs are all at quarter to eight How do you see your team faring tonight? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? All the usual pre-match questions Answer them for us 0141 Let's start going around some of the grounds then Celtic against St Mirren Big game in this part of the world Alison Conroy is looking ahead to that one Good evening Gordon Yeah, Jim Goodwin's hoping Celtic's busy schedule Means they might take their eye off the ball tonight Of course that win against Lazio Victory in Aberdeen And that Betfred Cup semi-final To look ahead to on Saturday for Celtic as well. Bio, a major doubt for Celtic tonight. He was having a scan yesterday. Tom Rogic, of course, a doubt as well with that knee inflammation. But they will have Ryan Christie back from suspension for this game at Celtic Park this evening. St Mirren's last win against Celtic came in January 2013. The last win at Celtic Park came in January 1990. The St Mirren players are out on the pitch at the moment as they take a look at their surroundings, looking for their first away win in six games tonight, Gordon, and it probably doesn't come much tougher than a trip to the east end of Glasgow. I should have the teams in around half an hour. Jim Duffy six days ago Lazio lost at Celtic Park Celtic have since gone to Pataudry And battered Aberdeen by four goals to nil So it's not exactly hard to see Why Celtic go into this one as big favourites Yeah they, and, and they should be huge favourites the, the, the only kind of possibility That uh, St Mun might feel Any comfort from Is the fact is that they don't lose many goals Or they haven't lost many goals You know they haven't scored many But um, they have been very organised They've been disciplined They've been difficult to beat uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll try and do that against Celtic tonight But again, similar as we've said many times It's really all down to Celtic If Celtic play with the same tempo uh, And the same quality that they showed Particularly in the first half of Petaudry Then there's no way St Munn can live with them But St Munn will be hoping that uh, Celtic can't quite reach those heights Stevie, you can, again, like like we said to Jim it's, I think Jim Goodwin obviously know, knows they're going there as underdogs And they're going to have to really draw on all that 
defensive experience that they've had this season to, to have any hope of getting anything surely they certainly do but I think it's a really really tough task I think they'll go there they'll be organised and they'll play um, pretty deep and I think Kirk Broadfield will be really important within that system but I think it's going to be a really difficult night ahead I think it's okay being organised but when you're playing Celtic at Parkhead in the form that they're in I think they're maybe averaging four goals a game at home I think it's going to be a difficult night So Celtic fans any room at all for any types of change to the starting 11 tonight or is it just uh, pedal to the floor for the meantime I don't know someone like Olivier Cham does he come in Jeremy Frimpong very popular amongst you Celtic fans does he keep his place in the team you tell us 01419511025 here's what Neil Lennon thinks of it before the game Yeah we've got a lot of games coming up and um, it's important you know, just to make sure we keep an eye on the fatigue element if there is any the way the team's playing and in a good place at the minute psychologically I would imagine that you know they'd want to get out there back and on the pitch as soon as possible. Fantastic performance at the weekend. Um just capped off a great week and now we, we go again. You know, they're not cut adrift or anything we got. They're not scoring many but they're not conceding many either, so you know, they're well organised and um they try and play, you know, when they can, build from the back at times. But, you know, he's been a steady influence in there since he's come in. We, you know, have our own issues to our own sort of targets in terms of playing at home, making life very difficult for the opposition to come. And we want that momentum that we've picked up from the last three or four games to carry on. We expect the game to be difficult. We expect St Marin to fight for whatever they can get, really, and um, we have to be ready for that. Keep an eye on the fatigue element Says Neil Lennon So Celtic fans What does that mean to you? Are you expecting a couple of changes tonight? Who might come in? Who should stay in? 0141 Rangers are up in Dingwall uh, Looking ahead to a big game against Ross County Andrew McLean Yeah it's a crisp night up here in Dingwall I think that's what uh, the best way to describe it But a clear night and a great playing surface as well So plenty to look forward to I know Gordon Dale was saying last night That he didn't quite fancy the journey up here But with the weather today, it was actually quite pleasant, but he's probably wrapped up at home in the warm at the moment, so I, I do envy him a wee bit there. As for the football, well, Ross County, they started this season well as a newly promoted side, but they found themselves frustrated in recent weeks, three draws and a 6-0 loss to Celtic in their last four games. But plenty of positives to take from their last outing. They showed great character to come from two down to bag a point against Hibs at the weekend. As for Rangers, they of course had to graft hard for that 2-1 win against Motherwell on Sunday after an impressive display against Porto last Thursday. Questions have been asked of the old firm on the road this season But uh, Rangers have won in their last two trips here But they haven't kept a clean sheet against Ross County in their last six clashes As for team news, well Alan McGregor's a doubt for this one After landing awkwardly at the weekend But good news for the home side Their top league goal scorer Ross Stewart is back in the squad for this one I'll give you full team news once I get it So Rangers fans, if it's not going to be Alan McGregor How much of a concern might that be? And of course, if you get a penalty, who's going to take it? Will it be James Tavernier? Or will the responsibility get handed over to someone else? Now is the perfect time to call 01419511025 Stevie, what are you thinking ahead of that game up there tonight? I think it'll be a difficult night um, Always is when you go to Dingwall um, I fancy Rangers to go up there and, and, and win the game I think after the weekend's performance Which by all accounts wasn't ideal I think they'll go up there and they've got to start the game well They know it's going to be difficult Against the Ross County team who come back from two goals down against Hibs So that'll give them a little bit of confidence After the defeat against Celtic So it's going to be a difficult night yeah, I think that uh, you know the one thing that uh, Ross County have been doing is they keep they, you know they managed to, to kind of bounce back. You know when they had that heavy defeat against Celtic, you know they've managed it, albeit draws, but away, away to to Hibs as, as Stevie said, uh, you know it's a terrific comeback. But they are losing a few goals, and I think that'll you know you know excite Rangers in terms of you know there will be opportunities. Uh, will they bring Morelos back into the starting lineup? You would expect so. 
And if he does, will he be on penalty duties? I would expect that as well. But uh, certainly from Rangers' point of view, the one thing up at Ross County and up at Dingwall is it's a great pitch. And I think Rangers will enjoy that. The, the once or twice they've struggled this year, it's not always been a, a great a great pitch to play on. But uh, certainly uh, down at Kilmarnock when they when they, they they just nicked it, and obviously away at Livingston mm. when they nicked it. So, but up at Ross County, no excuses in that department. Uh, I think Alan McGregor has shown he's a very very important player for Rangers. Stevie, we will get the team news soon. If he doesn't make it though. I guess there would be no concerns about someone like Wes Fotheringham coming in I don't think so I think he's a, a really good number two to have I think he's experienced and I think in the period where he did play matches before Alan McGregor came at the club he played really well so if Alan McGregor doesn't make it even though he's a huge player for Rangers I think the, um, the manager won't be mm. too concerned because he's got Fotheringham and, um, waiting to come in and What about from a, a Celtic perspective Jim we're going to take calls and get all, you know, all the suggestions before the team news is confirmed it doesn't seem like Neil Lennon's in the mood to, to tinker too much at the moment But I, I wonder if Is there a place for a An Olivier Charm Or, or someone who we, who we don't see too often Yeah I mean we've discussed this many times God, We all thought that Scott Brown wouldn't play as many games <laughs> And that's just been knocked right out of the park um, He's the first man on the team sheet But uh, you know I would have thought he would have made a couple of uh, changes Frimpong Jeremy Frimpong Only 18 Was sensational at the weekend but he might just feel again like a young player playing a couple of uh, games. Let, let, let's have a, a, a little change there. We're still to see Greg Taylor in a Celtic jersey in any you mm. know real um, situation. Would, would he get a start? I think there might be room for two or three, but it is a difficult one because Celtic are playing so well. I mean, against Lazio and then against Aberdeen, you don't really want to tinker with it too much. But as he said, you know, he also wants to make sure that everyone keeps on their toes. And sometimes mm. that competition is good just to freshen up a little bit. I would expect Celtic to make two or three changes Maybe not any more than that Here's the beauty of having an eyewitness at the ground Andrew McLean The Rangers players are out on the surface at the moment Having a look Is Alan McGregor amongst them? Yeah, just having a look at the moment The final couple are coming out the tunnel But I cannot see Alan McGregor at the moment Interestingly enough I can see Wes Fodringham And I can see Andy Firth Who is the third choice goalkeeper He didn't feature against Solihull Moors Last night in the Turnock's Carnival Wafer Cup game that Rangers won on penalties. It was youngster Lewis Bud and Ockus that uh, was actually the hero in the penalty shootout for Rangers in that one. Andy Firth may have featured and it might have been a, a case that he's been pulled from that game to, to come and be back up to Wes Fodringham in this one. But as it stands, no Alan McGregor out on the pitch amongst the Rangers players. Well, is that a clue? Or is he just staying inside and keeping me <laughs> because it's a freezing cold night in the Highlands? We'll find out soon. Another Andrew is on the line. This one's from Cumbernauld and he's a Rangers fan. What are you thinking ahead of tonight, Andrew? I'm thinking a good win tonight, but that wasn't my point I was coming on to make. Um, it's quite a, a long point, if it's okay, bear with me. Okay. It's about, uh, it's about Tav. I think, unfortunately, Tav's head's right down at the moment. I think he's a more valuable player than a lot of Rangers fans let on. If you look at his, his stats, his goals, his assists, he's absolutely fantastic, and it's a player that should be in the team. And I think, rather, while his head's down, I think the fans should be behind him. And cheer him on rather than getting on his back but I do agree that it should have the penalties taken off him now because he's down his head's down his confidence is gone and I think it should maybe go either Steve Davis or Morelis or Defoe one of the three that's up front um, I don't know what you think yeah I mean I, I think Andrew I mean do you do you go to the games regularly Andrew the reason I'm asking that is because I would like season, to know I'm a, good I'm a, season, I'm a season ticket holder on the front, government front yeah, good, because I'd like to know what kind of reaction 
has you know has there been to James Tavernier because obviously you know we we got a few people criticising uh, when they phone in but generally speaking is it vocal I mean do you hear it as a fan as as there been that kind of vocal criticism of him because you know I'd be surprised if that is the case but I'm just wondering if if, if you if you've been if you've been sensing that from the stands. I've been sensing from the stands that he's getting a bit of hassle. You hear a couple of people taking his, his name in sort of vain. Um, but I would just like to see people getting behind him mm-hmm. rather than getting on his back. Ah, he's been through a bad period. We all have bad days in the office. Yeah Stevie I suppose to, to, to partially answer Jim's question But it's good to have Andrew who, who goes there and hears it Whatever it is It was enough for Stephen Gerrard to mention it And from memory It was pretty much um, unprompted You know well, he, he sort of brought up the part about the, the fans So whatever it is It's been enough for the manager to notice But I think one thing that I'll, I'll say Is the person that knows him best is Stephen Gerrard I think there's certain players When they're low in confidence Or they're not playing well they, The manager's best decision Is sometimes, sometimes to take them out of the team But I think with James Tavernier He knows he's how important he is even at the weekend they came up with the assist with a great corner for, for the winning goal so I think he knows the, the character he is and I think mm-hmm. he, he feels that if he leaves him in the team the performance levels will come back The thing is the, the, these things don't go away overnight they simply can't because Rangers will either get a penalty tonight and we'll yeah. find out if he's on them or not or they won't and it'll drag on until the next game <laughs> or the next game in the next game so we, we would find out tonight if, if Rangers were to get one Would you expect them to at least be off the, the spot kicks? Yeah I think so I mean, again if Morel starts I would have Morel's on them but again I think it would have been an easier one and Maybe after this game You know for Rangers just to say Listen you know Morelis is the You know the penalty taker If he's playing or Or Stephen David Or whoever it is you nominate Or if it's Tavernier Listen we're happy with Tavernier he, He's the man He's the man on the penalties End of story And that as you say it Puts puts that kind of side of it to bed But you know as Andrew's saying there You know he's heard kind of grumbling Stephen Gerrard's maybe heard it And but, you know listen That's the nature of playing At a top club And that's the I mean he's standard and the standards expected, but I think that um, fans always have to try and get behind the, the you know, the, 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 the they have to support the, the you know, the mm-hmm. players. You know, we've just seen the the, the extreme example uh, the other night there with <laughs> Granite Xhaka, you know, giving it, you know, getting plenty and uh, and then reacting to it. And I'm not saying by any stretch of imagination that that, that Tavernier is at that that situation, but it can help. Um, confidence if the, if you know the fans are behind you, you there's no doubt your confidence will return quicker if you feel that that warmth and that support you know coming coming from the ground Steve in terms of your own experiences whether it was you yourself or, or a teammate does there get to a point where you're as well just coming off the penalties and the focus then shifts and it becomes less of a big deal I think it's came to that point for, for Tavernier but I think the decision has to be taken out of his hands sometimes I think if you ask the player he would say I want to take it I want to take it so I think the, the staff have to take responsibility and, and, and make that decision and if they did get a penalty I'd be very surprised if he had it yeah. uh, Andrew the, the the consensus for the last few weeks has been that you know, Rangers and Celtic If there's any chance That they're going to slip up it, it will be on the road What makes you so confident That tonight won't, that won't happen? I just think After sir, Sunday's bad sir, not, I wouldn't say bad performance It was a gutsy performance At the end But they didn't shine The way, the way they shine And I think The team With Tav been in the, 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 the limelight at the moment I think the team Will be behind, behind Tav And going out And making a really Really good A good game of it tonight And out there Just to prove that Tav's still on game and and the team are behind Tav as a captain. There are various difficult away venues in our mm. in our division, and in fact, they all get called difficult mm. before the games. Whether they actually are yeah. or not, you, you sort of find out. Um, maybe one thing that goes in favour of 
of Rangers Dingwall is you know it, it's a nice pitch mm-hmm. so you know you've maybe if it's somewhere like Livingston or the mm-hmm. artificial surfaces yeah. you go to Tynecastle you've got the the atmosphere the mm-hmm. fans to take into account what what about Dingwall makes it mm-hmm. difficult yeah, I mean, Dingwall just basically, I think that if the players go up there, it's kind of picturesque. You know, it's, it's not like, a, you know, like, a you know, if you want to call it the kind of obvious football stadium, it's a little small, you know, town really. You know, and so sometimes if the, the players go in there, particularly some of the big name players, if they've maybe not experienced those little um, grounds before, they get a little bit surprised by it. But the most important thing, I think, for any player is the quality mm. of the surface. And that's always terrific at Dingwall. And I think also the style of the opponent. If you're a... You know, like in your face type of opponent, maybe knocking long balls, second balls, or that kind of make the game scrappy. Sometimes mm. it's not it's not always ideal if you're in that. But again, Ross County do try and play. So I think it's a it's a team and a pitch that will suit Rangers. That's the reason why I'm with Stevie. I don't. I, I think it'll be. Yeah, of course it'll always be difficult, but I think uh, it'll suit Rangers, and I think they'll win. They'll win relatively comfortably. Yeah, I think I, I would agree with that. I think one thing that I'm going back to personal experience as a player, I, I used to hate going up to the Highlands when it was an afternoon kickoff if it was 12 o'clock for a TV game. So um, I think the fact that it being a nighttime game and um, the build up, you've got it all mm-hmm. day and it's under the lights and stuff, I think that kind of helps. Also the pressure of being at the top of the table with Celtic You've just got to keep winning, it's that simple Stevie Smith and Jim Duffy here Thank you to Andrew and Cumbernauld for his call If you want to join him it's 0141 951 1025 uh, Now might be a good time to call in Celtic fans Because James Forrest has signed a new contract today Keeping him at the club until 2023 What do you make of that news? We could speak to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Stevie Smith and Jim Duffy here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We had a full championship card last night A full premiership card tonight So there is lots to discuss Get your calls in, tweet us at Clyde SSB John Strzelecki is on, he's tweeted in He says, if Alan McGregor is out, that's a blow He's a match winner, pulls out important saves when called upon He is my captain Always vocal The team needs to keep their concentration And give a professional performance Don't be complacent Says John on Twitter We aren't too far away from getting team news I must say So stay tuned uh, And we'll give you all the breaking team news from around the grounds If you want to get in touch It's 01419511025 Looking for your reaction to the news That James Forrest has committed his future to Celtic A new long term deal Tying him to the club until 2023 So uh, happy with that Yes or no, you can tell us on the phones. Alec is first up uh, as a Celtic fan tonight. Alec, what's on your mind? Hi, how are we doing, lads? Hello. Hi, it's great that James has uh, decided, you know, to put pen to paper on another uh, long contract. You know, very seldom that you, you'll see football players doing what James is doing. And uh, it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, because just say uh, if James was like, because this is probably going to be his last big contract. If he decided to get on the road, as many others have done, and they've never found the grass greener, eh, if he decided he would make a lot more money, but how much would it cost Celtic to replace a player like James Forrest? You know what I mean? We, we couldn't afford that, you know what I mean? That's a good question, Jim. How much would it cost Celtic to replace James Forrest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's just been such a, an influential and important player for Celtic over the last few seasons. And it's, again, one of those ones where... At times, opinions divided. You know, particularly you know on this show, uh, as a number of Celtic fans, you know, are, are never fully convinced by James Forrest. I think pretty much because the games change. You know, when, and even James Forrest has changed. When James Forrest came in at first, it was if you want to call it a traditional winger, like drop the shoulder, knock it past the fullback, and deliver. 
But now he's much, much more than that. And a little bit like if you want to call it a modern winger, where as he comes in, he finds space mm. and his goal scoring has improved significantly. But he's not the, that tricky little winger that goes past the fullback as often. So I think he's a different type of player. But he scores, you know, so many goals. He creates goals. His movement coming off the flank is Celtic with the overlapping fullback. And uh, as I say, it's great news for Celtic that, um, you know, that he signed a new contract. And again, you know, as I said, it's, it's, it's one of those ones where he's happy there. He's enjoying his football. He's playing for a massive club. Why would you want mm. to leave? Uh, Alec, do you think sometimes we take players, not just James Forrest, just a, a general point, do you think we sometimes take them for granted because we are... We're involved in it in the here and now And maybe when he's done and dusted you'll look back But at the moment 365 appearances for Celtic 81 goals And 17 major honours And I'm sure he'll be He'll be looking to add to that I like that, that Those are incredible numbers are they not? Definitely uh, But like you're saying About 10, 15, 20 years time When he's sitting with his grandmans He'll be able to He'll be able to look to his cupboard and say This is what I won You know or, This is what we won uh, he played for the great Glasgow Celtic. Other players have went and they're, they're earning fortunes, but all they're going to have is, well, you know, money makes it all good and we all know that, but all they're going to have is a big fat checkbook. But James Forrest could be party, you know, like a 10 in a row, you know, he, treble trebles. You know, I don't know how, how many medals that the boys won, but 17. He's still, 17, well, he's still good for, you know, he could probably double that, you know what I mean? So, Aye, I think that we do take sometimes take it for granted, yeah. and it's great that he's kept his qualities in Scotland. Yeah, let me ask Stephen Smith. Uh, you'll have played against him yeah. many times. How much of a asset is he to Celtic, and how much has he changed over over that time? I think it was good points that Jim made actually, because when he first came into the Celtic team, it was I wouldn't say it's predictable. It was still hard to stop, even though you knew what he was going to do. But I think over the years he's, he's developed as a player, and I think. Everybody's fascinated by stats in the modern game And you look at your stats now and they're, they're impressive So the question he asked is how much would it take to replace him A lot going by those stats And if it was a player that did replace him with those stats If he was a foreigner People would be raving about him So I think sometimes as a, a homegrown player You do get took for granted a little bit And maybe when he stops As I say people realise how well he's actually done Is that what's a nightmare for left backs Because the, you know he's, he's, it's not only about getting to the byline anymore In fact how many goals does he come in on, on his left foot now um, Or perhaps when the ball's on the other side he, He's tucking right across So is that what makes him difficult to to defend against Again even though When he did come out of the team I, I mentioned the word predictable It was still hard to stop It was difficult He had good pace And he would knock it by And run and, and maybe his final delivery Was the what the, the party's game That got questioned But I think Even the goal you see him score At the weekend He's scoring it By playing off the front And he's, he's in the middle of the box And he's scoring goals And he scored a lot of goals With his left foot this uh, In previous seasons mm-hmm. as well So I think he has improved As a player And um, as I say Credit to him for that uh, We do have breaking team news From Celtic Park oh, There's a name We don't see in the Celtic lineup too often Alison Conroy Yeah it's a debut tonight For Greg Taylor Many fans have been asking What's happening with him Well tonight He has been given his chance Against St Mirren Here at Celtic Park So it will be Fraser Forster in goal, it will be a back four of Bauer, Julian, Ayer and Taylor. Then it will be Brown and McGregor sitting in front of them with the three of Forrest, Christie and Elian Nussi with Odson Edward up top. On the bench for Celtic tonight will be Gordon, Beaton, Hayes, Elhamid, Morgan, Cham and Rogic. Still waiting for that St Mirren team. Was there any mention of an injury for Frimpong as he'd been dropped after his man of the match display at the weekend? 
yeah, absolutely no suggestion <laughs> of an injury. I think um, Neil Lennon's trying to. He was after the game spoke about Frimpong, said how good he is, but he said it's very important to kind of manage him in the right way. He is only 18; he's just coming in, so I think it's very much just a a change in squ- um, squad for him tonight. Well, there we go. Uh, the the standout piece of news there is Greg Taylor, Jim. Mm-hmm. He's not been seen at all in a Celtic mm-hmm. jersey. Uh, comes right in to start tonight. Yeah, we did mention that might be a possibility earlier in the show, um, Gordon, and, and his game. And again, you would think Celtic will totally dominate the ball tonight. They do in most games at Celtic Park, but certainly they will definitely do that tonight. I mean, St Myrna will come there and make it compact, you know, try and get blocks, you know, to probably at least a four and a five, you would, you would imagine. Um, you know, so they're going to use it. And Greg Taylor is very good going forward. And I think this is the type of game where he won't have much defending to do. It's just all about how he links up uh, um, the play. We mentioned Scott Brown in once mm-hmm. again. No, 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 no uh, danger of him being dropped. Bauer coming in. I thought maybe El Hamad might come mm-hmm. in, but uh, it's Bauer that's come in. So again, Neil Lennon just flipping it. He's now got three right backs. A couple of months ago, people were saying they didn't have any. Now they've got three really good right backs to pick from. I'm a wee bit surprised from Bong's not on the bench. I get trying to man manage him, of course, trying to keep his feet on the ground. But, uh, you know, I think he'll be a little bit disappointed that he'll want to stay involved. But uh, the rest of the team, I think, uh, was always going to be pretty much the same because Celtic are playing so well and he doesn't really want to change it. So both full-backs changed. Everyone else, I think, is, is the same as it was at yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Uh, see, Stevie Smith, we knew Greg Taylor was going to play tonight. We had an idea <laughs> and we thought we'll get another ex-Kilmarnock fullback in to give us the <laughs> expert insight into to what he's like and how he will cope with this jump-up. I know Greg really well um, Really good boy Really good professional I know one thing you will have been doing When he's been out with the team Is training hard um, Sometimes when you go to a new club It takes time to adapt Especially when you go to one The size that Celtic is So I'm delighted that he's playing tonight But one thing I'll, I will say Is when he's in the game He is going to get a lot, a lot of the ball That Jim said He can't try too hard And by that I mean Try and force things Because St Mirren will play really deep So he's got to just go out And enjoy it And, and play his normal games And sometimes doing the simple things Works really well How do you think he'll have taken it um, that, that sort of Time out well, You mentioned him training hard But is he The type of character That that won't bother him too much I think every player's bothered When they're not playing Especially when they move to a new club And um, as I say You've got that That buzzy moving to a new club And then you don't find yourself Playing for a number of weeks It can be quite difficult But one thing I said He will do He'll train hard He'll work hard If the manager's told him He needs to improve He's one player that will go in And try and improve mm-hmm. His game on his own He'll spend time he does all the gym work He does everything he's asked to do So I'm sure he'll deserve His chance to get it tonight When you saw him as a As a youngster coming through At Kilmarnock Did you always feel he had a, a You know a, a move in him And he might even have More moves in him He's still very young of course But did, did you did you spot that Kind of potential I think he always had the potential But again The, the one thing that he always done Was work hard um, I think ability wise It was maybe players That had more ability than him But they never worked as hard as him And then obviously The, the, the more he developed And I think Steve Clark com- Coming into the club Helped him a lot defensively as well Because I think that's one area that he did maybe struggle when you went and played away to Ibrox or away to Celtic Park. But over the years, he's got so much better at that. And I think he's got to thank Steve Clark for it. We're going to speak to John on the line very soon, but we now have breaking team news in Dingwall. Andrew McLean, who's playing for Rangers tonight? Yeah, well, there is five changes for Steven Gerrard's side going into this one. And the main one is in goal because Alan McGregor does not make this one. So Wes Fodringham comes in for him. Stephen Davis also drops to the bench while Brandon Barker, Jermaine Defoe and Greg Stewart also drop out of the starting lineup. So it's Fodringham, Jack, Kamara, Morelos and Ojo that come in. So it'll be Wes Fodringham starting in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hellander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Glenn Kamara, Ryan Jack and Joe Aribo, Shea Ojo and Scott Arfield. 
uh, supporting the lone striker of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Firth, Katic, Halliday, Davis, Murphy, Stewart and Defoe. No sign of the Ross County team just yet. Stevie Smith, anything in particular jump out at you there? I'm surprised they actually made five changes. I didn't think it would be as many as that because we say that is a tough place to go. But um, as I say, it's an interesting selection. But there's chances for guys mm-hmm. like Ojo and Arfield to, to step in and, and, and make a contribution. And, and that's what you've got to do when, when the manager makes changes and he gives you a chance. You've, you've got to grasp that opportunity and go in and take it. Ojo in particular, Jim, um, I spend all my life in here. Don't have much else to it, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I, so I can only really go on what I see on Twitter, what I hear in the phones. And it seems like quite a few Rangers fans want a little bit more from Ojo mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, I mean, again, we keep saying, Gordon, you know, people don't seem to be allowed any time. Yeah. You know, he's a young player. He's came to a massive club. You know, he's maybe he's going to be a bit inconsistent, but he's you know he's got he's got to he's got to find his feet. He's got to find how to play for Rangers, how to play against the opposition. You know, when Rangers do make quite a number of changes, as Stevie said, you know, there's very rarely that he plays the same team. So again, working with different players, all of a sudden, one, one time he's working with maybe Davis and Jack next minute. It's maybe Aribo or Kamara and Morelos up front as opposed to Defoe. All these things is all about part of learning. So he needs a bit of time. But yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't, you know, you know, been at 100% yet, but he, he's a player with ability uh, and he just has to express himself a little bit more, get a little bit more belief. But again, similar, we were talking earlier on, whether it's, whether it's Tavernier with all the experience, you still need encouragement. You still need people to support you and back you and trust in you. Mm-hmm. And Steven Gerrard obviously trusted him because he's been, you know, a regular part, if not a starting 11, but certainly in the squad. So... You know, I, I, obviously, the, when the manager selects you, I think that should encourage you to be confident. Alison, do you have a St Mirren team for us yet? Yes, I have just been handed at the St Mirren team, so I've not shaped it up yet. I'm just doing that at the moment. So it'll be Haladke, Paul McGinn, Broadfoot, McLaughlin, Waters, Steve McGinn, Flynn, Foley, McGuinness, Dermis and Obika. On the bench will be Linus, McKenzie, Andrew, McPherson, Jorkaev, Mullen and Marie. That's the St Mirren team St Mirren fans If you're on your way to the game Give us a call No one's giving you a chance So come on here And uh, defend yourselves Let us know what you think Can be uh, What you could be capable of tonight Is there a shock in there For Jim Goodwin's side You tell us John is a Celtic fan on the line John you were phoning Before the team news came out To see if Ryan Christie Would be back in the team And uh, you've got your answer We forgot about that Jim Rogic um, yeah, from the yeah, weekend so uh, three changes So John you already know your answer What do you make of the, the return of Ryan Christie? Well you know Gordon I'm always I'm a, I'm a great fan of Rogic And I've always championed for Christie Before he's made he's really the big breakthrough for Celtic But I'm glad he's back in I mean Because I think he's the player on form now uh, I just, That's all I was going to ask Jim and that But see see, see that the now I, think, I don't think they'll do it tonight right? But I think Celtic are going to get double figures This, this season uh, Jim The way they're playing I'm going to get, I'm not wrong, I know reading the stats, St Murn apparently have got the third best defensive record in the league, you know what I mean? But I think actually this year we're going to take double figures off somebody the way they are. And see the point of we Forest, I think there's still, this year I think there's still something missing behind him and El Ganushi. I still think there's still something more they, they can give, you know what I mean? They're playing brilliant, but I think there's still more in the tank for them, would you think of that, Jim? What, 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 do, what more would you like from them, John, just from the two wingers and, and, and to start with? What, what, do you, what would you like to see them do, doing more? I just think, Jim, that sometimes like they, they they shut off and they close up up the games. They, they don't they don't go for the, the full pelt for the full ninety minutes, Jim. I seem to think they sort of ease off a wee bit when they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Because I think this year, don't be wrong, I, I still think we win the league, no problem. But the way obviously the now it's close and goals. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes I feel as if they sort of they, they're not. 
going at full pelt for the full 90 minutes. I know you can't go full pelt for 90 minutes. I know that is a fact, but I do still think that they've left, they're still believing something on the park, uh, Jim. I think they could be doing more to them. So I do. It's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, any player, you know, there are spells in games, and wingers are notorious, really, you know, for maybe just, um, you know, take, not to say take the foot off the gas, but maybe having a quiet spell in games. Sometimes it's down to the fact they don't get supply. Sometimes the opposition changes, they double up on them, and then they've got to create space for other players. And I think Forrest in particular has become very good at that. When, I mean, Stevie said earlier on, when he was more, you know, kind of knocking at Pashy, what happened is, you know, Teams were doubling up, so he, he had to change his game, and I think he has changed his game as he's given so much to Celtic in terms of the goals and uh, the assists. But in terms of, I mean, you know, racking up a number of goals, you know, I, I wouldn't like to see anyone <laughs> getting double figures against him. I have to be honest with you, as a fan of your own team, absolutely, you can you can hope for that. But for me, I don't think it does football mm-hmm. any good. I think it's very you know demoralising. We saw almost happening with Southampton. Um, against Leicester the other week there down down south with all the multi-millions they've spent there's been two teams this year one's lost nine and one's lost eight in Watford which is horrendous so I hope it doesn't happen but Celtic when they're up for it and if there is if they do get a, a sniff of it they can put teams to the sword there's no question about that and, and likes of Christie coming back in tonight adds firepower mm-hmm. I thought Rogic's done well at the weekend I have to say that he, he, he looked fitter he lasted 90 minutes no problem he, he was sprinting, he was putting people under pressure. He still had those little moments of quality where they could find those tight passes in between the lines. But Christy, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think uh, you know, Christy coming back in was a no-brainer. Stevie, that pecking order looks pretty clear now because even after Tom Rogic did well at the weekend, he, he's out and Ryan Christy replaces him. What, what do you make of that area of the pitch? You you won't mind me telling, I'm sure. You were speaking in the office before you come on that you, know, you found Tom Rogic a very difficult player to try and, and pin down when you came up against him. Yeah, very difficult. But I think... Ryan Christie would be the number one pick in that position because he's done so well. Um, but again, getting back to Tom Rock, another fantastic player who plays in that position. So it's, it's good competition for places in that area. Getting back to the point about James Forrest giving you more, I think that's maybe a little bit harsh. But that's the the joys of be, playing, playing at a big club. It's it's people always demand more and always want more. And um, as I say, I think he contributes a lot. And especially when you're going playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, I think. There was a few people last night speaking about Celtic maybe dropping off in the second half. I think that's inevitable mm-hmm. when you've when you've get such a big result on the Thursday, then you're asked to go again the Sunday. You're four nothing up at half time. I think it's only natural. Sometimes you take your feet off the gas. Team news is starting to come in. Rangers fan Stephen Gerrard makes five changes tonight for the trip to Dingwall. What do you make of that? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll look at Motherwell against Kilmarnock next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Stevie Smith and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan, on a full card in the Premiership tonight. Fantastic fixtures to look forward to. Uh, we've started the team news coming in. Rider of 385s is on Twitter. Uh, he says Rangers look to have made too many changes tonight, especially when guys like Arfield clearly need a rest. You, Stevie said before the break, Jim, he was surprised it was as many as five. Do you share his surprise? No, not particularly Because I said I think uh, Stephen Gerrard's got a different Kind of mindset He likes to rotate his squad We say time and time again There's generally a few That are, that are absolute certainties Particularly Tavernier And, and, and Golden But uh, in Baricic now I think Is one But the likes of Steve Davis I'm a bit surprised He's not I know I know he's He's got embarrassment of riches In midfield But uh, he's just been so important To Rangers over the last little while 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think it's really much of a surprise because mm. he's, as I said, he, he does like to, to, to rotate his squad. Right, keep the calls coming in 0141 951 1025 on any of the, the games that we've covered already or indeed the ones that we haven't covered. What about you, Motherwell and Kilmarnock fans heading along to the game tonight? An early battle for third. Who's going to get the, the third place by the end of the night? 0141 951 1025. Team news as follows. I'm going to try and uh, shape these up on the spot Which will be interesting Muller will have got uh, Mark Gillespie in goal It's a back four of Grimshaw, Hartley, Gallagher and Carroll Polworth, Donnelly and Campbell in midfield With Hilton, Cole and Long Up front for Motherwell On the bench it's Carson, Tate, Sedorf, Maguire, Illich, Scott and Mugabe As for Kilmarnock, Brunescu in goal A back four of O'Donnell, Bruce, Del Fabro and... Hamalainen in midfield El McCreaney Power uh, Dickers in there as well Rory McKenzie Dom Thomas Makes a start against his former team And up front Simeon Jackson Spent his time at St Mirren Last season of course On the bench Koprovec Johnson Brophy Miller Wilson Sinclair And Burke uh, That's a fascinating fixture tonight Jim yeah, it's a, an interesting one. Obviously, um, Motherwell put up a, a very good performance at the weekend against Rangers. Stephen Gerrard was very complimentary, not not just to the, the you know the defensive side of it, but the, actually the way Motherwell played and and created chances against Rangers. So he's changed. It looks as if he's changed it back to his, his more familiar four three three. Went three at the back at the weekend, um, brought Hilton back in. So you know, again, very positive um, going forward. Kelly. You know, similar to what we said about St Mum, the, the, the one thing about Kelly is they can nick one nils, and they've done that several times, organised. I think he's went back to a bit tried and trusted, uh, Alessio. Very similar to a Stevie Clark side now when you watch them. I, I mean, I wouldn't really know the difference too much, if, if the truth be told. And that's great, because why would you? Why would you change it too much and getting results? We bit surprised that Brophy's not starting. Um, sing, uh, you know, I think he's, he's, he's come back in and and obviously, you know, that that's something um, mm-hmm. that the manager's made a choice on. But, yeah, I think it'll be a very tight game tonight. I, I would probably think Motherwell might just nick it, but I think it'll be very tight. That's Stevie Smith. When I was doing my research uh, before the show, not only did I research the players, I sometimes research the guests as well. Mm-hmm. And I came across this gem that your last ever professional game came in a Motherwell Kilmarnock fixture at Fir Park. And that's the fixture tonight. I thought it was worth mentioning. I told you before the show and you went... Did I? <laughs> so there we go That was clearly a memorable night for yeah. you Didn't have a clue um, But again it's going to be a tough night for, for Kelly It was interesting to see Del Fabro made it I think he was a, an injury doubt So I think with his selection It, it gives Kilmarnock a better chance I think he's been a, a good addition to the squad So again I'm a bit surprised that about Brophy no playing He's brought Simeon Jackson in Who's someone I played with at Norwich And obviously that was maybe 10 years ago 12 years ago So back then he was he was a decent player But he wasn't scoring many goals At that point either So again I think Brophy's only scored one goal So maybe that's the reason For the change But I think Brophy Offers a lot more than just goals Actually he's a, he's a good player A good front man So that's a, the surprising, surprising thing About the selection What have you made of your former club Because they were hard to beat last season But all of a sudden In many ways they look Even harder to beat Or certainly in a defensive sense They've conceded four goals In the last ten games And three of them were against Celtic So that tells its own story doesn't it? Yeah again I go back to the signings I think um, Del Fabro and and Hamelainen at the back And Brunescu the keeper Have been decent additions I think we we all heard the noise And the the rumours that were going on About what was happening With the manager at the beginning of the season After the the exit for Europe But I think he's answered All those questions with the results I think the results have been great I think they've won three in the bounce And even if there was problems behind the scenes, I think the best way to answer that as a manager is, mm. is get wins. I think that silences everything. So I think you've got to give him credit because it was a difficult start. 
um, especially after the success that they had previously with Steve Clark. So he's, he's got to take a lot of credit. Charlie is a Rangers fan on the line. What do you make of that team tonight, Charlie? Five changes? Nah, not too happy. Why is when that? When turned up at the game on Sunday, the Motherwell game, mm-hmm. I was I was really too happy either. Um, I couldn't understand how he never played his strongest team. Um, started bringing on so-called better players when he, when he was in a game. Who, who, who do you mean? Who, who, who's the who's the strongest team? Who's in the strongest well, team? They in, the team they played in Europe. They should have played the exact same team against Monaco. That's what I say because uh, they played well in Europe and um, against a class team. And then when you turn up at Ibrox on Sunday, he's changed the team again. And uh, you think, wait a minute, you'll get um, um, Marella sitting on the bench. You'll get Kent sitting on the bench. You're nearly 30 million pounds with a player sitting on the bench. Her mother will come out the traps. Uh, before we know it, her one goal down. And he's got these two players sitting on the bench. Mm. Then he decides, we managed to get a goal, made it one each. And then he decides to bring on these players later on. Fair enough, the big guy, the big Highlander, got his out of the deal with the goal. And the night, he's done the exact same thing again. He's uh, changed the order a bit again. McGregor, that's different. He's injured, but uh, he's brought in players again, and now we're going to sit here, uh, bite my nails again to see if they're going to do the, do the job. Charlie, does the fact that Rangers are levelling points at the top of the league and are sitting fairly nicely in Europe with a cup semi final to look forward to, does that not all suggest that the way Rangers are chopping and changing the squad is working just fine? Not really. Well, as I say, the, the, the team that was playing in Europe, you could have, should have continued with that, that team. And, and, and you could you see changing that. Well, we drew the game, but I was going to say a winning formula. You know, as far as I was concerned, it was like a win coming away with a 1 1 draw against a team like that. And then, going to the scene, he changes it on Sunday, and as I said, he's changed it tonight again. Well, I suppose, Stevie, we're back to that old question how many changes. Is too many. Yes, it's five, but at the same time, it's not like these are guys we've not we've not seen a lot of this season. These are guys that have played a lot of games. Yeah, I think he's, Stephen Gerrard's earned the right to make these changes. I think that the results have um, have been good when he's when he's chosen to do it. I think when you're when you're bringing in guys like Scott Arfield, who's who's done really well for Rangers, great signing, great player. I, I don't think it affects it so much. I was surprised myself when it was five. But I think if you if you flip it and you you say the opposite, if Rangers started with the same team in Porto. Um, I started with the same group that, that played in Porto and, and the weekend and, the, and they struggled people would say you should have made changes so that's the, I think that's the life of a manager you live and die by your decisions and again as long as Rangers win I don't think too many people will complain Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Charlie thank you very much for the call it is Beat the Pundit time it's your chance to win a signed ball if you get more questions right than Jim Duffy or Stevie Smith Bonus for you tonight Though just for getting through On the lines You don't even need to get Any questions right We'd recommend that you do But you don't need to get any right Just for getting on You get a pair of tickets To Chris Boy's Charity Sportsman's Dinner Right here in Glasgow At the Crown Plaza On Friday the 15th of November Sure to be a top night out So if you want the tickets It's 0141 951 1025 And you have to phone Before the lines close At 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talktothompsons.com Jim Duffy and Stevie Smith Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Building up to a full fixture card In the Scottish Premiership Loads of big games up and down the division Of course the battle at the top Celtic against St Mirren Ross County against Rangers We've already touched on Motherwell against Kilmarnock 
In the race for third What about further down the league Here's a question for you Before we play Beat the Pundit Which manager In the top flight Needs a win the most Tonight You tell us We'll play Beat the Pundit first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Yes it is Beat the Pundit time Jim Duffy A veteran Of the Beat the Pundit circuit Stevie Smith could be in line For his debut You never know Depends where the coin Lands One thing for certain Harry in Mary Hill well, It could be a local derby If Jim Duffy's yeah. on uh, Harry in Mary Hill is on the line How are you Harry? How are you doing? Nice yeah all good thanks Harry And of course you're already a winner Just for getting through We're giving you a pair of tickets To Chris Boyd's charity Sportsman's Do At the Crown Plaza On the 15th of November Sound good? Great Good Great. man Good you're a winner already But let's see if we can add A signed ball to the tickets I'm going to toss the coin If it's heads You're up against Stevie Smith And if it's tails You're up against Jim Duffy And it is tails Stevie Smith off the hook Jim Duffy Up against Harry from Maryhill So I'm going to give Jim some Clyde 2 to listen to I think we've got it now And we'll get your clock up and running Harry you have 30 seconds You're head to head with Jim You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit Are you ready? Yes How many goals were scored In last night's Morton against Air match? Five What nationality was Rangers Claudio Reyna? American In what year did James Forrest Make his Celtic debut? Maybe 2011 Which German team did Wraith Rovers face in the 95-6 UEFA Cup? Bayern Munich At which current Scottish League One side did George Alberts finish his playing career? Uh, so, pass Who was St Mirren's manager when they won the 2013 League Cup? Pass Okay, let's bring Jim back Jim, can you hear us? Oh, you've got a behind in rhapsody there. Happy with that? Yeah, is that, is that, is that on your street? Oh of course Absolutely exactly. uh, Same set of questions to you You ready? Yeah How many goals were scored In last night's Morton against Air match? Five What nationality Was Rangers Claudio Reyna? USA In Maybe. what year Did James Forrest Make his Celtic debut? Oh Ten years ago 2005 Which German team Did Wraith Rovers face In the 95-6 UEFA Cup? At which current Scottish League 1 side Did George Alberts Finish his playing Clyde. career? Who was St Mirren's manager when they won the 2013 League Daniel Cup? Daniel Lennon. And which SPFL team plays their home matches in Coatbridge? I'll be Rovers. Okay. What do you think of the competition, Harry? Oh, hammered. Do you think so? <laughs> oh, aye. See, to be honest though, Harry, I thought you were pretty decent, but you're right, Jim Duffy did sound very confident tonight. How many goals uh, were scored slow. in last night's match between Morton and Ayr? It's five. You both got it. It was a 3-2 uh, Scoreline in the end So it's one all After the first question It then went to two all uh, Because Claudio Reyna Is American And what year Did James Forrest Make his Celtic debut 2010 So none of you Got that right You both knew That no. Bayern Munich Played Wraith Rovers So you might think You're hammered Harry But you were three all After mm. four questions Not too bad at all It did start going A bit downhill afterwards Jim Duffy yeah. Is the former Clyde manager I don't know if that Gave him an insight But George Alberts Finished his playing career at Clyde So Jim goes one in front He then goes two in front Because Danny Lennon Was the St Mirren manager Who won the League Cup And he rounded it off Going three in front Albion Rovers play In Coatbridge So it's a six for Jim Duffy And a three for you Harry Hardlines uh, I, knew, I knew that Danny Lennon I was just going to get it out See that's what happens When the pressure's uh, on Harry Enjoy my, the gig My cousin's John's pal as well So I'll get it to you oh. My cousin now oh, there you are. Are, you, are you going to drop a name? Yeah uh, you know me, Dindins. 
Oh, yeah, yes, I know it dinners very well. So, <laughs> listen, I'll, I'm sure to begin you a wee bit of stick. I got enough stick off him anyway. <laughs> okay, Joe. Cheers, good Harry. man. That was Harry from Maryhill, who is already a winner anyway, even if he didn't get the ball. He's off to Chris Boy's charity Sportsman's Do at the Crown Plaza, Friday the 15th of November. Uh, a special QA in the night. Darren Fletcher, James McFadden, and Chris Boyd. A good. Uh, a good group that So if you've got another, We've got another chance On tomorrow's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Beat the Pundit And if you'd like to attend You can buy the tickets From Chris Boy's charity website Has your old pal Invited you along Stevie Or will we put a bit of pressure On him on Not, yet. To get Not yet Right okay If you're listening Boydie Stevie's looking for his invite There we go uh, Right Big games all across The top flight tonight So why not get in touch Let us know um, How you see your team faring Which manager needs a win the most May I I'll give you a short list of three, will I write? Craig Levine, Paul Hecking, bottom, and Derek McInnes. Who needs a win the most, Stevie Smith? I think I would be worried if I was more so Craig Levine and, and Hecking bottom than, than Derek McInnes. I think I would go for Paul Hecking bottom just now. Um, I think I would be really worried by the, the results they've been getting, the fact that they've been taking leads in games, especially at the weekend, going two goals up and, and drawing the game. That's a, to me, is a problem, a massive problem. It shows that there's a, a problem with the mentality of the players. Um, I think the goal that they lost to, to Make it to each against Ross County I think it was poor um, So I think if I was Going to pick one It would, it would definitely be Heckenbaum It's a similar fixture as well Isn't it In the sense that it's at home Which brings its own pressure mm. And it's, it's against Livingston Who yeah are, are a good team on their day But clearly one that Hibs would be expected To beat at home I think it is That's the, the expectation as well I think it's it's difficult And, and Livingston will fancy it Livingston um, Got a decent point At the weekend against Hearts Especially going down to 10 men So as I say Livingston are difficult To play against And, and they know what they are They'll be very direct, very physical, and it's up to Hibs to handle that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a difficult one. Uh, you know, listen, managers are always under pressure. When you were big clubs, when we heard Hugh talking at the weekend, you know, he says there's five big clubs in his right. So you've got obviously the old firm, and then you've got Aberdeen, Hearts, and Hibs in any order you like, and they're big clubs and, and they're underperforming. Um, Aberdeen going to Hamilton tonight, I think, is a huge match. You know, Hamilton, you know, again, they, they lost at the weekend. But uh, they, every now and again, they throw a span in the works when when least expected. And Aberdeen, as I said, I think I think they do have enough in the tank, but they've got to find uh, they've got to find consistency. Um, Hibs tonight at home to Olivia, I think, is a huge game. Um, you know, I think if they if they lost that match tonight, I mean, Paul Hagenbottom would come under enormous pressure. And I think Hearts and George, I still think Craig Levine's got a little bit more leeway. And Budge seems to be very supportive. I think you're away from home again to St. Johnson, so it wouldn't be a shock if St. Johnson won. But I think it would be a shock um, if Hibs lost at home to Livy, even though, as we said, Livy are a good side. But Hibs have to find a result tonight from somewhere. Yeah, Hamilton Aki's up against Aberdeen in South Lanarkshire. Let's get a pre-match build-up with Dave Galloway. Thank you, Gordon. Well, both teams are certainly in need of a lift tonight. Hamilton sitting in eighth place in the Premiership, but only two points ahead of bottom side St. Johnson. Aki's with two defeats and a draw in their last three games. And, of course, the Dons are certainly in the doldrums after Sunday's hammering at the hands of Celtic, which led to a surge of supporters calling for boss Derek McInnes to go. Now, he apologised to the fans and lambasted his own players in the wake of that thrashing. Will that have the desired effect at a venue which Aberdeen have found very tough at times over the years. Hamilton's opening 11 then is Wayne Fawn Williams, Scott McMahon, George Oakley, Mikel Miller, Alex Gogic, Ross Cunningham, Ronan Hughes, Scott Martin, Sam Stubbs, Lewis Smith and Jamie Hamilton. Substitutes uh, Southwood, Hunt, uh, Davies, Beck, McKinnon, Moyo, 
and Mimno. Aberdeen start Joe Lewis, Shea Logan, Greg Lee, Andy Considine, Scott McKenna, Craig Bryson, Niall McGinn, Ryan Hedges, Sam Cosgrove, Lewis Ferguson and Zach Viner. On the bench for the Dons, Cherney, Devlin, Maine, McLennan, Gallagher, Campbell and Anderson and your match referee here tonight is Willie Collum The last Aberdeen defeat uh, at Aki's came in 2017 it was Mikey Devlin of all people who got the winner for Hamilton Jim and listening to those teams he's one of the ones who's paid the price for that defensive display against Celtic at the weekend Yeah he was poor I mean I think you just have to hold your hands up sometimes if you're poor you can't argue with the fact if you're left out you know I mean he wasn't the only one by <laughs> any stretch of imagination and sometimes players will say that to you well I wasn't the only one but at the end of the day the manager makes decisions and uh, you know he's, he's obviously thrown down a challenge to the other players I think Ferguson coming back in Bryson coming from the start come on at half time at the weekend they'll obviously look to get more support Sam Cosgrove was absolutely starved of any any supply I can't remember even having a look at the goal at the weekend uh, and so they need to be a lot better a lot uh, in all departments first and foremost defensively but a lot more aggressive in their play a lot uh, you know a sharper tempo and more of a threat Hamilton uh, said that you know again is the one of those teams where just when you write them off you, you write them off at your peril but I, I would think you'll see some form of response I'd be amazed if you didn't see mm. a response from this Aberdeen team tonight Stevie in your brief spell at Aberdeen what did you learn about the, the size of the club the, the expectations and how that might be jarring with what they're seeing at the moment I think I was I was there before Derek McInnes came in and it's a point where they were really struggling I think we were sitting maybe 8th or ninth on the table so it was a difficult period so I think for being there at that time I can see how good a job Derek McInnes has actually done to improve it um, but again the, the loss at the weekend was poor and I think losing 5 to Rangers was mm. poor also so Again, he's got to come in for criticism because it's a club with, with big expectations and I think that sometimes the expectations are unrealistic but it's something you've got to deal with when you're at Aberdeen. He made a comment at the weekend about the the players owed the fans more and they owed him more. How do players re- react when the manager throws that gauntlet down? I guess some of them might say, you know, OK, I'm up for that challenge. Can it have a, a detrimental effect as well? I think, again, it's he'll know the changing room and he'll know... Um, whether it was right or wrong to say it I think we'll find out tonight um, I think they will get a reaction I think bringing Hedges back in is a, a big plus Craig Bryson will make a, a difference in the middle of the pitch So again, we'll, we'll find out tonight what, what type of response he'll get from his players As I say, it's, some players take it the right way And some players take it the wrong way But we'll definitely find well, out he, say, he signed a good number of his players And I think that's the point he's making me I mean, I brought you to Aberdeen here mm-hmm. I'm giving you good contracts I've shown trust in you by signing you I've got faith in you And you're underperforming You know, you're throwing that back in my face and you know managers don't generally you know concern themselves about their ego if you know what I mean they, they, they generally think wait a minute because they understand that it's the team supporters the responsibility of the manager but the performance was so poor at the weekend I think he was quite entitled to say listen I deserve a little bit better as well because you know I, I've shown trust in you but he's got more of a natural midfield tonight he had a couple of fullbacks in against Motherwell it worked it didn't work against Celtic I think he's going back mm-hmm. with Ferguson in there as well He's got more of a balance in there And a little bit more creativity uh, Even fans in England don't get excited about the Carabao Cup So we're clearly not going to get that excited about it However, I will make an exception Because at Stamford Bridge tonight In the midfield It's going to be Scott McTominay Up against Billy Gilmore Who goes mm. straight in And starts from the beginning for Chelsea Against Man United Another big chapter in his development Which we're all pretty excited to watch Jim And see how it pans out yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, we mentioned on the show a few weeks ago when he was he was getting reviews and, and positive reviews from 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 Frank Frank Lampard. Uh, you know that uh, you know we sometimes wait too long and you know we're, we're a wee bit too cautious. We're talented young players, 
And I think Billy Gil- Gilmore's case is a prime example. I mean, was, oh, you know, why should he be in the Scotland squad or why should he be doing this? We've got to hold him back and got to protect him. Why? Mm-hmm. We've got to let our talent off the leash at times. We've got to build them up. I think that we go the opposite. We build. We should build players up. McTominay has been uh, uh, probably Man United's best player this year. And, uh, you know, he's taking that responsibility in a very ordinary Man U team. He's actually sticking out mm-hmm. and saying, listen, give me the ball. I'll, I'll actually go and take the game to the opposition. So why not have another talented young player down there in Billy Gilmore? I think it's great. It's brilliant that he's starting tonight. And I think we'll all be excited to see how he performs. But there's no question about his ability. The, the, the difficulty he'll have is game time at Chelsea because of the other mm-hmm. real quality players, you know, that are in that that uh, midfield. And you've got likes in N'Golo Kante currently injured. But listen, he's in there. So that shows that he is making progress. And, uh, you know, I think we we're, we should all be excited about this young player. Uh, Stevie, I'm trying to think your second spell at Rangers. He would have been extremely young. I don't know if he had been making waves in the academy yet by that point, but nevertheless, still one I'm sure you're interested to see how he does. I think he was always a name that you heard, no matter how, how young he was. I think he's always been that little bit special. Um, I think I've, I watched him play for Rangers um, youth team on one occasion, I think, and he was, he was outstanding. Um, best player on the pitch by a mile. I think now he's at Chelsea, he's at the right club at the right time with the, the right manager who's given him opportunities to play, whether it's a Carabao Cup. And again, it's a big opportunity, mm-hmm. he's got to go and take it, but there's absolutely no doubt he's got the ability because he's he's an outstanding talent. Okay, let's speak to Chris in Kilwinning. What's your point tonight, Chris? How are you doing, James? Um, just, just a wee quick one for, for Jim. Um, Claudio Rayner's uh, nationality is USA. I'm not having it. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I was feeling generous, Chris. Yeah, exactly. That's okay, mate. Yeah. No, I, no, I did see American week, after um, it, but uh, you probably had it last week, though. He had um, Frimpong from Celtic, which is nationality, uh-huh. Holland. Oh, and right. he got the point. Quite right, Chris. No, you gosh. keep pulling him up. I'm going to keep I'm an eye on him I'm from now on. You're, you're a school teacher, Chris, by any chance, no? And certainly, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, so, a wee quick point uh, on Billy Gilmore. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, I tried to phone in a few weeks ago um, when the internationals were on. Um, and discussing why we're not playing the young guys. We had four games, and the the group there towards the end is basically meaningless. Four games, two camps. So why are we not bringing Gilmore's and Hornby's and Lewis Ferguson's? Why are we not bringing them in? As Jim says, look, bring them in and see what they've got against your San Marino's. Uh, if Frank Lampard thinks that Billy Gilmore's good enough to go out and play against Man United, surely he's good enough to go out and play against San Marino. Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, Chris, I, I, I'm certainly, you know, singing from the same uh, sheet as you are because I think that, uh, you know, we've got to put them in there into that, that at least into the squad um, get them integrated, get them, you know, sh- showing that there is a, a, you know, a pathway into this that, and we don't have to wait another two or three years where they're playing 40 or 50 games because I, I think that in the past we all used to think, oh, wait a minute, he's not playing regular football and that stuff. But I think you've got to look at the squad he's in, the club he's at, but more importantly, mm-hmm. the, the the quality that he has, and if and, and as Stevie said earlier on, if, if Frank Lampard is trusting him, even in a competition like tonight, to go in there, then I think we we shouldn't be mm-hmm. ignoring that. I think he's got to be. Do you think if you know, he maybe if he maybe wasn't a midfielder, then he would be in the squad? But just because it's the it's the absolute strongest part of our team yeah. by a mile, is that yeah. maybe the stumbling block? Yeah, I get that. You know, obviously we've got some terrific um, you know midfield players in there, but I still think there's got to be room. And if if I've got to. Ease one of the other players out, um, you know, in a different position, but add him to the squad. Then I think we've got to do that. I think we've got to get the, mm-hmm. you know, the most talented players we have at our disposal as options. You know, whether it's starting or on the bench. Right, Chris, what about your your club side tonight? What about Rangers up at Dingwall? 
Aye, so um, I, I come in the car and uh, I hadn't seen the, the, the line-up uh, when I heard uh, one of the callers saying that oh, we shouldn't be changing this many players and blah, blah, blah. But my point was, what's the point in having a squad full of players that can play in the first team if we're not going to rotate it? You know, we're playing three games a week, midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend. So we need to use every one of these players. So it's not like we're bringing in boys that are, that are struggling for, for form or struggling for, for game time, you know. They're good players And they can walk into any team Especially in Scotland They probably walk into any start living So we need to be able to use them And that's the whole point Of having a big squad At a team like Rangers So I don't see why My fellow Rangers fans Are maybe Going to complain about Oh there's been five changes That's the whole point Is building that big squad That Gerrard's built With quality And you know So I, I just mm. don't Can I get the, the negative angle of that Stevie Smith What do you make of Chris's point? It's, there's always two sides to, to, to every story Again it's, it's about opinions And again I, I've I said it before I think Stephen Gerrard's earned the right to, to make these changes um, He knows the players He knows the squad He knows the fatigue levels of the players um, Again I was surprised myself It was five But again when you look at the changes made Bringing in Ryan Jack Scott Arfield They're experienced players They know how to handle themselves So I don't see it being a problem Okay thank you very much to Chris Inkle Winning Stevie in Strathblane You've been hanging on for ages So you're going to have to accept my apology We need to take a break Then we'll speak to you And we'll get a full time teaser up and running Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Stevie Smith are here with me Gordon Duncan It's time for the full time teaser But I feel so bad about the length of time That Stevie and Strathblane has been on the line I'm going to take his call first And I'm going to cut your time on the full time teaser Stevie, take it away As you know, I'm a regular listener Occasional caller, guys I can't even believe he's never called this guy up Charlie, the unhappy Rangers fan Ratings, there's 30 million worth of talent <laughs> On the Rangers bench How can you, if you accept Ryan Kent is 7 million quid at face value. Tell me about the other 23 million on the benches. And don't tell me Morelis bid, you know, phantom bids to China and South America. That's what I've been trying mm. to Jelovic a couple of years ago for an unknown universe. Peter Logger had great fun with that. So where is this 30 million on the bench that Charlie's talking about? I'll be honest, I didn't even remember him saying it, I must admit. Yeah, he, he did say, but he, he said that about. I th- listen, you know, sometimes people say, you know, a, a figure is just a general. You could. He didn't say it was only those two, but that was two players he mentioned. They said that was the only two players. But if it was those players that were on the bench at the weekend, it was Kent Morellis. Listen, that's Charlie's opinion. If he thinks uh, Alfredo Morelos is worth twenty five million, then he's entitled to think that. I mean, whether whether you agree with Stevie's immaterial, if Charlie as a, a Rangers fan thinks he's worth that, then that's his opinion. And, and whether um, Kent's been bought for seven, but maybe he thinks he's worth ten. Who knows? So it's and you can add up other players as well on the bench and decide what you th- what you think they're worth. I don't really see why you're saying why we should dig him up for it. Why should why should we dig him up? That's an opinion. That's his mm. opinion. That doesn't mean it's my opinion or any of the guys in here. That is um, Charlie's opinion. So he, he's a fan. He's entitled to his opinion. Same as you would mm. be entitled to your opinion and what your valuation would be for 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 the, the the team you support. By the way, now that we've seen that team, who takes any potential penalties tonight? Then, well, I think Marellis is saying. Yeah. I think I think Marellis would be taking. But again. You know, for, for I think it'd been easier just to just to say after not not straight away, but you know, perhaps to, today or uh, after a, a day or so. Listen, if if Tavernier decides to he's still the guy, then just come out and say it because I think then it just it puts all that kind of rumor. It's almost like a, a kind of drum roll. If you get a penalty, like who's going to be walking up to take the ball? <laughs> so I think uh, you just put that. That's what it ends up becoming a big deal, doesn't yeah. it? When it's it's not really, but because yeah. it, it rumbles on, there's so much focus. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just just not just say, listen, the, the nominated penalty will be this or 
if he's not playing it with this guy. Whatever. Is it the same for you, Stephen? I think it will. I think Morelos was actually the number two penalty taker anyway, so I think it will be him that steps mm. up. Um, but I don't think there'll be any confusion. I think we see sometimes with, with penalty decisions, there's, a, mm. there's players grabbing the ball. I don't think there'll be there'll be any of that with Rangers tonight. I think it'll be well organised, and I think it will be Morelos. Right, we do need to get your question up and running. I need to give you a little bit of time on this one. Thank you to Jordan Green from Coatbridge who sent this question in. Big thanks to Jordan. It was full time at Clyde1.com. That's the address you need if you want to send a question in. We would love to have it. We'll do our best to get it on the show. So, Jordan. Jordan says tonight Only looking for six answers by the way Six Scots who've scored English Premier League hat-tricks Okay, a simple one Well, the question is simple <laughs> We're looking for six Scots Who've scored English Premier League hat-tricks What have you got for me? Anything to kick us off? No, because I'm trying to think Premier League hat-tricks um, no, Can't think of any off the top of my head I'm blank no. also Oh great Well this should be good Six Okay English Premier well, let's throw, let's when, When's the English Premier League From 1992 uh, 92, 92. Yeah. Let's throw some guesses Out there then Any Any Scots who've scored Any goals in the Yeah I mean obviously the English uh, Premier League Just trying try to think of who, who the star striker Stephen Naismith Yes yeah. Well done He was the most recent one As anyone who was at The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pub quiz on Friday Will testify That was one of the questions He scored a hat-trick For Everton against Chelsea In 2015 Right Okay That's it Yeah listen But they're only looking for six So it's only five to go around That's That's actually not too bad If we were looking for 12 I would be worried for you Because you've only got one Uh, Six Scots who've scored English Premier League hat-tricks If you want to play along with us You can do We are at Clyde SSB Uh, What fixtures have we not looked at yet? I think St Johnston Hearts Hearts is is one that we've not covered off yet Um, Speaking of managers who could be doing with a win where, where, where are Craig Levine and Hearts at at the moment? Yeah I think the, the You know they need the players back I mean obviously Craig Levine today And the people saying if he, if he if he gets Particularly Stephen Naismith We just mentioned him there Get him back in the team He just adds so much quality So much knowledge I think um, you know his creativity His movement Just helps other players I think it gives other players Confidence by him being in the team I think it helps the fans um, but you know, for, for all of that, I think they need to they need to change the style a little bit. I think that's the thing. It seems by the information we're getting, obviously we're in a Glasgow-based mm-hmm. station, but the information seems to be the fans are not happy with the style, even if they are occasionally turning out results. Um, they have a great result against Rangers, a good performance, and then they underperform against you know Livingston for 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 long spells. Although they did have two or three great chances to to win the game. Um, so I think they need to they need to be a wee bit open, more open, a little bit more on the front foot, and you know the likes of Naismith and uh, is it Jamie Walker is coming back? I think if those two players come back, that will yeah. definitely help. There's no doubt about that. Uh, just quickly, the teams in that one: St Johnston have Xander Clark and goal back four of Anthony Ralston, um, Scott Tanzer, Wallace Duffy, Jason Kerr. I don't think are these in position order. I don't think so. Dre Wright, David Witherspoon, Murray Davidson, Ali McCann, who's been impressing, Matty Kennedy, and Stevie May. As for Hearts, in terms of those players coming back, still waiting on the the main ones: Pereira's in goal, Smith, White, Berra, Bazanich, Clare, McLean, Ikpiatsu, Demur, Morrison, and Young Aaron Hickey. I suppose when you see Ikpiatsu and McLean, Stevie, you, you tend to know how Hearts are. 
going to approach the game That's it When Jim was saying about the style I think when you, you've got Pays you in the team I think there is only one way to play I think that's They're, they're playing to their strengths And I think especially without Stephen Naismith and, and Jamie Walker you're, you're going to be really struggling And I think Craig Levine's maybe clutching at straws a little bit When he's talking about being nine points off of third place And I think he's got to concentrate on where Hearts are right now And, and where they are right now isn't good And the performances have been poor Take out the Rangers game I think they've, they've been really struggling It's 1-1-10 one, one So I think he's, he's under severe pressure now let's speak to Craig who's a Rangers fan on the line Give us your pre-match thoughts ahead of this one tonight Craig How you doing gents um, I, I think obviously I haven't seen the, the team I, I'd have to agree with um, My fellow Rangers fan it was on about 10 minutes ago there um, I can't really understand why there has been many gripes say, From other fellow Rangers fans about it You know, for A team who frankly we can rotate We should be Glad for the fact we've got enough quality in the team to be able to do that. I mean, even obviously it's never ideal having um, you know McGregor injured, particularly with a final coming up. Hopefully, you'll be fine. But West Fulham is a more than capable pair of fans. You know, he's a great goalkeeper in his own right. Um, and I think tonight, you know, Ross County are going to set up in a defensive manner to frustrate us. That's what they'll do. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's how they'll approach it. But what we need to show, and I think we don't show often enough, is that we're capable of doing what Celtic does. And that is showing creativity, breaking these teams down, getting a couple of goals. Because far too often, um, and it's happened once or twice this season as well, when these teams play that kind of game against us, we get drawn into it. And we end up getting drawn into their game, and we huff and puff. And OK, this year, this season so far, we've got away with it more often than not other than against Hearts because we've managed to scrape out the result but I mean even if you go back to St Mirren um, with all due respect to Jim Goodwin and St Mirren and they haven't chipped a lot of goals this season that's a game that you can't just win one now and it's the same and it, obviously it took a wonderful kick for Borna Barisic to even get the goal we don't need to be doing that tonight tonight we need to be going out getting a comfortable win because I suspect Celtic will do that at Celtic Park build momentum for the final Because the last thing You want to do Is go into a final Semi-final final. Craig Don't get carried yeah. away Semi-final Sorry <laughs> You know Just Wish ahead of there. <laughs> Aye um, The last thing you want to do Is go into a semi-final At Hamden um, Against A very Up and down Hearts Team um, Having Had to Go through a, a very hard Slog of a game And You know Huff and push away through it And then just about Get the win um, Three points are important But so is the performance level as well And so is the actual result itself and Okay Stevie Let me put that point to, to Stevie Smith If it is going to be one of those nights You would expect Ross County To sort of Be a bit more rigid Defensive And, and make life difficult for Rangers How important do they do Those attacking individuals become then We mentioned guys like Ojo You know who's Still maybe dividing opinion Amongst the Rangers fans There will become times when you need him to, to go and beat his man And eliminate something And open something up I think that that's obviously important For your, for your wide players But I think Rangers have become Very reliant on Morelos and Defoe Getting your goals I think the wide players Have got to contribute a little bit more Whether that be Kent Or Ojo Or Arfield Or Jordan Jones When he's back fit I think they do need to make a contribution But I think that the, the point that he's making is I think last year The big criticism of Rangers was They couldn't win games When they weren't playing well I think this year they've actually managed to win a few where maybe they've not played at the top of their game like the games against Porto or Aberdeen at home but they've still find, found a way to win these, these games so I think that's a, a really important attribute for Steven Gerrard's team just now Yeah, I mean, uh, you know knowing how to win and, and is, is, is vital you know, you don't always have to be your best and, and again 
you have to respect the opponent sometimes they just make it really difficult for you so you've got to come up with the answers and so far for the vast majority of time Rangers have just managed to do that but Craig's right you know that eventually you know that that side of it you know will go against you so you, you have to put more pressure on the teams by by scoring more goals and I think it was Gary McAllister that has come out and said look they need more goals from different areas mm-hmm. obviously centre-backs have chipped in a couple of times with free kicks and, and from set plays but in open play um, you know they need more goals from 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 other areas, um, but you know getting up getting up to to Dingwall tonight. I don't as I said I don't think you can have any excuses. Rangers have got a, a big squad. Stephen Gerrard's decided to change. Obviously, there's five changes. One's in force with uh, McGregor being out, so there's four outfield changes. But uh, as I said, it's a terrific pitch. Andrew's been saying it's a perfect night for football. So I don't think you can be any excuses about getting up there and not performing. Craig, thank you for the call. Let's see how Jim and Stevie are doing. On the full-time teaser We're looking for the six Scots Who have scored English Premier League hat-tricks You've got Stephen Naismith Five to go Charlie Adam? Nope I'll go Ryan Fraser? Nope Stephen Fletcher? Nope Duncan Ferguson? Yes Everton against Bolton Back in 97 Okay, two down, four to go Robert Snodgrass? Nope Okay, so we'll just have to think a bit more then They're a bit further back than the guys that you've been mentioning recently Well, apart from Duncan Ferguson, obviously But, you know, the, the Fletchers and the Adams and the Snodgrass yeah. uh, A bit further back We're going to take this break a bit earlier than usual Because we've got big fixtures all across the country tonight Kick off at quarter to eight We're going back to Celtic Park and to Dingwall next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Stevie Smith are here with me Gordon Duncan We've got a full fixture card in the Premiership tonight So let's not hang about Let's go back to a couple of our venues Get a flavour of the atmosphere and the recap of the teams Alison is at Celtic Park for Celtic against St Mirren Yep, about five minutes to kick off here. Gordon still waiting for the teams to emerge from the tunnel. As you can imagine, not a huge crowd at Celtic Park for this one. Celtic against St Mirren, of course. Three changes for Celtic in that win at Aberdeen at the weekend. Three changes for St Mirren after that defeat to Kilmarnock. And it's a Celtic debut for Greg Taylor tonight. So it's Fraser Forster in goal for Celtic. A back four of Maritz Bauer, Chris Julian, Christopher Iyer and Greg Taylor. In front then Scott Brown and Callum McGregor. Then the three of James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Mohamed Elianusi with Austin Edward up top. For St Mirren, Vaclav, Hlatke in goal. A back four of Callum Waters, Kirk Broadfoot, Sean McLaughlin and Paul McGinn. In the midfield, Alaki Dermis, Ryan Flynn, Stephen McGinn, Sam Foley and Kyle McGuinness with Jonathan Abika up top for them. And the referee tonight at Celtic Park is Kevin Clancy. Let's get the pre-match thoughts of Jim Goodwin. It's a game where... You know, you know that Celtic are going to dominate possession, and you know their their games that concentration is massive because of their movement and their rotation, and um, you know the, the way that they break. And we need to just make sure that we are plugging holes at times and just filling in for each other and and trying to get in Celtic's faces as much as what we can. You know, it's a really difficult one. You do you go there and press them high up the pitch and try and lock on and, and, and try and not allow them play out from the back and then if they pop it round you and get out they're running at your back four or do you come off the game and leave their centre halves on the ball like Aberdeen tried to do, you know, and, and they get they get done for four. So it's um you know in the format they're in, it's difficult, of course it is, but you know, it would be a, a great way for us to uh, um, you know, get our first point on the road, on the board, you know, away to the champions. So we have to believe that we're capable of doing that. And it's Ross County against Rangers in the Highlands. Andrew McLean's looking ahead to that one. 
Yeah, cool two degrees here in Dingwall, but it hasn't stopped fans from both sides turning out in their numbers as the players make their way onto the pitch. Stephen Gerrard says they won ugly against Motherwell on Sunday. Three points is three points, but they'll be hoping for something a bit more convincing tonight. But Ross County are certainly no mugs. They've scored against Rangers in the last six matches between the sides, and they've drawn against Rangers three times since 2016. As for team news, four changes from that 2-0 draw against Hibs for Ross County. Watson, Gardine, Henderson and Mackay drop out. In come Gravosti, Chalmers, Stewart and Graham. A 4-4-2 for them. Ross Laidlaw in goal. A back four of Marcus Fraser, Tom Gravosti, Liam Fontaine and Sean Kelly. The midfield four, Joe Chalmers, Ross Draper, Lewis Spence and Richard Foster with Ross Stewart and Brian Graham up top. The substitutes, Dixon Hodge, Gardine, Mackay, Mullen, Watson, Henderson and Spittle. Five changes for Rangers. Out go McGregor, Davis, Barker, Stewart and Defoe. In come Fodringham, Jack, Kamara, Ojo and Morelos. A 4-3-3 for them. Fodringham in goal. Tavernier, Goldson, Hellander and Barisic across the back. Kamara, Jack and Aribo are the midfield three. Arfield and Ojo supporting Morelos up top. The substitutes for Katic, Halliday, Davis, Murphy, Stewart and Defoe. Bobby Madden about to get us underway. He's the referee here in Dingwall tonight. Uh, I'm just looking at the the personnel involved for Ross County, Jim. It certainly looks like there's scope there for, for it to be a, a back five or you know a three whatever you, you know three centre backs like Motherwell did at the weekend. Stephen Gerrard said Motherwell were, were outstanding and, and were the, the best team since Celtic to go. I wonder if Ross County have tried to take some sort of inspiration from that or try to, to replicate it yeah they may well I mean obviously they've got two big guys up front with Graham and Stewart so they could go you know a similar um, formation with the 3-5-2 or 5-3-2 depending on if they have the ball and try and get the ball wide from the full backs and um, you know put, put Rangers under pressure with the two big guys up top so yeah it'll be interesting to see what kind of formation they come up with but listen Rangers have got to be able to deal with it and again if Rangers have Come up against the mother who playing that, then they, they they should be aware of that and know how to know how to deal mm-hmm. with that. Right, we are underway across the country. Then big fixtures up and down the league. A lot of questions. What sort of answers will we get? Celtic against St Mirren, Hamilton, Aberdeen, Hibs, Livy, Motherwell, Kilmarnock, Ross County, Rangers, and St Johnson Hearts. Uh, Stevie, your first time in the pundits hot seat. This is the part of the night where we ask you to make aimless predictions, and unless mm. they're horrendous, uh, no one will ever really remember them anyway. Who are you thinking for tonight? I think Rangers will win obviously I think Celtic will win comfortably um, I fancy Kilmarnock to, to go to Motherwell and get a result so I think there might be a draw down there mm-hmm. um, Hibs and Livingston I'm going for another draw I think Livingston will, will relish the chance to go there knowing that Hibs are under pressure the environment that they're granting isn't, isn't a nice one for Hibs and they don't seem to be able to deal with it um, and I fancy Hearts to go to St Johnson and win There you go um, Yeah I think the Oh, for him, I think uh, both win. Um, I, I see Aberdeen maybe going to Hamilton, and, and, and I would expect a big response from him. So I would take Aberdeen, Hibs, Livy. I think Hibs have got to find a level of performance from somewhere. So you know, I would probably just shade them tonight. Motherwell, I think, might just nick it against Kelly and Johnson Hearts. I'll probably go a draw. Okay, tonight's full-time teaser was sent in by Jordan and Coatbridge. The address you need if you want to hear your question on the show is fulltime at Clyde1.com. So, tonight he's looking for six Scots who have scored an English Premier League hat-trick. You've got two so far. You've got Stephen Naismith for Everton against Chelsea. Duncan Ferguson also for Everton against Bolton. Any more? Kevin Gallagher. Yep. Blackburn against Wimbledon. In fact, I think he did it twice, but that was the first one. I'll go James McFadden No No. Three down three to go Scored some big goals down there But never a hat-trick Gary McAllister Yes Well done That's a great shout He scored one for Leeds against Coventry Alright only two to get Bit of time left to get them Early stages 
Uh, Dingwall's obviously the televised game tonight Ross County nil, Rangers nil, As it is um, across the country at the moment No early goals to tell you about Jim it's a full fixture card in the Premiership tonight um, But it was a full card in the Championship mm-hmm. last night What what jumped out at you in terms of significant results? I, I think the obvious one was Dundee United winning uh, against uh, Partick Thistle Because I think Thistle in their away form since seen McCormick have been very very good Obviously still we sort out the home form And by all accounts they played very well but Lauren Shanklin, as we've said, can just be might just be the difference between, you know, a team being promoted and knocking on the door as Dundee United done last year. So he came up with a winner. So I think that was the big one for me. Obviously, um, Dundee going away to Alloa and again we saw Alloa a couple of weeks ago against the United performing very well, but Dundee beat them comprehensively. And again, that's two big away results away to Air United and then away to to Alloa. So. The two Dundee clubs look as if they, they, they're the ones to beat But for me that that was probably the big result mm-hmm. of the, the weekend uh, Sorry, last night was, was Dundee United even even not being at their best Having a prolific goal scorer can make all the difference Yeah, good result for Mark Kerr and Ayr of course Winning 3-2 at Morton as you found out on mm-hmm. on Beat the Pundit It's hard to talk about the Championship and not discuss Lawrence Shanklin Stevie to be honest um, I mean he's, he's certainly there or thereabouts every week And Getting the, the the one goal, you know, the winning decisive goal against Partick last night. It's a result which obviously um, gives them a three point lead over Air at the moment. So he's, I mean, what what more did you say about how how valuable he is at the moment? I think the fact that he's already scored fifteen goals tells you everything that, that you need to know. I think he will be the difference. I think there was maybe a few eyebrows raised when he, he did go to Dundee United. Um, I've got you've got to give credit to Dundee United for actually getting him. Um, and again, he could be the difference in that division when you've got a striker that can score that many goals. Um, and he's proven at that level I think he could make the, the, the difference at, um, To Dundee United winning that league And Jim we've come extremely mm. close To the opener in Dingwall Yeah I mean no Joe should have scored As simple as that It was good play from Rangers They picked it up on the counter attack Actually nicked the ball in midfield Broke forward Ojo's going right through With the keeper to beat And he kind of scuffed it Hit the post But he's got to score for me Absolutely got to score um, And you know it's a let off for, for Ross County But Rangers will be disappointed That they haven't got themselves in front mm. Early on Because that was a fantastic opportunity and this right there, Stevie, is is the the question we were you know talking about guys like Ojo. Does that does that get to him, or does he brush it off and manage to score later on in the game? These are the challenges which come with playing under a set of expectations, like like what you get at Rangers. It is again. It was a, it was a great opportunity and one that he should have taken. But again, I think he's he's a player that doesn't seem to lack confidence and self belief. So I think he'll continuously put himself into those situations, and I'm sure in this game we'll get more opportunities to score. Yeah. So big let off for Ross County early on. We've just reached the five minute mark. It's Ross County nil, Rangers nil. Um, but Shea Ojo was through and goal there Tried to go across the keeper Ross Laidlaw Well did go across the keeper uh, But saw his effort come back off the post Are we seeing what you would expect to see from Ross County Jim In terms of how they're going to try and make life difficult? Yeah I think what they're doing is having a mid-press Which is you know allowing the ball to be played in the Rangers midfield And then closing them down You know the two the two back players uh, Hollander and Golson haven't put too much pressure on in, in, in the full backs and deep areas but once it goes into around about that halfway line in the midfield players then um, you know uh, you can see Ross County trying to get close to Rangers but you know, Rangers are moving the ball about pretty well so far and as I said that one fantastic chance and you know that, that can that can be pivotal because you know that can knock the stuffing sometimes at an opponent and uh, Ross County will be will be grateful that it didn't happen. Uh, don't forget a couple of interesting talking points from the Carabao Cup down the road. Billy Gilmore given a chance to start for Chelsea against Man United. So Billy Gilmore against Scott McTominay in a Scottish midfield clash. Um, 
On another day It might have been The battle of the left backs Tierney and Robertson As Arsenal play Liverpool uh, But neither are playing So there we go <laughs> Yeah we were surprised That Kieran Tierney's not Got another game Under his belt You know I mean Obviously he went down there He was injured He, he hasn't I mean he played last week And there was obviously That whole controversy With the, the Xhaka thing But he hasn't really had a lot of games and you know whether he's still feeling it a little bit or whether he's, he's not 100% fit we're not sure but this would have seemed the ideal opportunity to get more more minutes under his belt the as an Arsenal player first effort for Celtic is a Callum McGregor effort from 20 yards it flashes wide of the post so an early sign of of Celtic's intentions I'm doing this very much off the top of my head Jim who's come the closest to doing anything at Celtic Park would it be Kilmarnock was it 3-1 is that is that as tough as it's been for for Celtic at home so far this season? Yeah, probably. I mean, Commander, you know, uh, you know, Celtic, you know, up, up to level that that, that day. But you know, I think that at Celtic Park, it's very very difficult. Jim Goodwin was saying there. He even he's a manager. He's very honest. He's got a bit of a quandary. What do I do? Do I press high and take a risk? Do I sit deep and allow the defenders to have it? So he he himself. You know, it's very difficult And when you as a manager Are 100% sure Then sometimes your players mm. are the same and, and basically what you've got to do Is keep your fingers crossed That Celtic are not at mm-hmm. their very best mm-hmm. And then stay as, as focused and, and, and as organised as you possibly can I suppose it was 3-1 against Hearts as well mm-hmm. Wasn't it? And not to forget and A great effort from Dunfermline In the cup mm-hmm. But we were talking league games uh, Alfredo Morelos trying to attack for Rangers Still goalless across the board I think Yeah the half chance here Morelos across came in And uh, you know he didn't I mean he's very good at, You know getting across defenders and, and, and getting those little flick headers But he didn't quite make uh, The right contact with it And it went, it went, went wide But he, he did He certainly had a, a Half chance for Morelos I would say Okay let's round off tonight's teaser Jordan in Coatbridge has sent this one in to fulltime at Clyde1.com He is looking to see if you can name the six Scotsmen who have scored hat-tricks in the English Premier League Starting with the most recent, Stephen Naismith, Duncan Ferguson, Kevin Gallagher, Gary McAllister Which means you've got two to get I've got one, I'm not even sure, only because um, Stevie said uh, Gary McAllister And I know he played in the same team, Gordon Strachan Mm-hmm he did take penalties, that was the only thing Well done, that's a great shout Gordon Strachan got leads against mm. Blackburn way back in 93 yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other one is even earlier So so I'm I'm just thinking because Blackburn won the league in, uh, No, Leeds Nine. won the league in 92 I think they were the last uh, English managers on, And Blackburn won it in 94, was it? Five so Leeds, Leeds was before the yeah. Premier League started yeah, That was the last season Oh that was right Blackburn okay. won at 95 uh, mm. Yeah you're looking for When was this one? Nin- 92 So really the, the, the very first season 92 Brian mm-hmm. McClare? No It's a really difficult one as well Will I tell you the, the clubs involved? Yeah I think you'll need to I don't know if it'll even help Middlesbrough against Blackburn It's a really tough one Middlesbrough against Blackburn uh, Burnley Slaven? No I might need to put you out your misery Oh Oh, what's his name? Oh, Henry. What's his name? Yes, John Henry. John Henry. John what Henry. a team effort! Well yeah, done, John Henry. love well that done. great duo. Thank you very much to Jim Duffy. Uh, thank you to Stevie Smith joining us uh, for the first time in the pundits hot seat. Oh, was it painless enough for you? It was the second time. Mm-hmm. Have you were just a special guest oh, last right, time? Okay. You, you had you, no pressure that uh, time. I won beat the pundit as well the first time. So all oh, right, okay. Brilliant. He's getting a bit cocky really. ah, Get him back <laughs> uh, Brilliant Thank you to Stevie Smith Jim Duffy Thank you for all your calls And tweets A full fixture card tonight And that means plenty of reaction On tomorrow Join us from 6 With Gordon and Mark Callum Gallagher's up next
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.